Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. I'm Jeremy Pearsons. This week, my grandfather, Brother Kenneth Copeland, has been teaching us how to use our God-given authority to live this life healed, prosperous in every area of our lives, and blessed beyond measure. In a new year, this is a great time to set some goals or, or just reset the course your life is on. And in today's broadcast, I want to encourage you to keep your eyes on the Word of God. Now, for some of you watching, that may mean you have to look up for from where you are and discover that God has a good plan for your life. And you've got his word. You've got his name. You've got the help of his Holy Spirit to help you walk out that plan. So get your Bible and we will jump in right now with Brother Copeland as he begins this broadcast with the power of praise. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18, Verily I say unto you, He's not teaching this to 20,000 people. He's teaching in his own house to his close disciples and apostles. Mm -mm. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And again, so he'd said this before. Again, again, I say unto you, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, here am I in the midst of them. Now this makes a whole lot of sense because they're gathered right there together. They can see this. Gathered together in my name, there am I right in the midst. He was in the midst of them then. It made, it, now it makes even more sense to me. He was sitting right in their midst. Whoa. Amen. Hallelujah. And then, of course, he, <laughs> he taught this entire 18th chapter right there in his own household. In verse 19, and it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these sayings, he departed from Galilee. He got through teaching his staff and teaching his disciples now what? Man, I mean, they're all gunned up. They're full of faith. They've been resting. Ha, ah, isn't it rich? Wide screen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now then, <laughs> Matthew chapter 9, we want to look at all three accounts of this. Verse 1, he entered into a ship and passed over and came into his own city, which is Capernaum. Behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy lying on a bed. Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, can't you just see him? Son, 
Cheer up, boy. Your sins are forgiven you. Now, I always thought, for a long time, I thought this was a hostile crowd. But it wasn't. Stay with me. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, this man blasphemes. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your heart? For whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, then saith he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up your bed, and go to thine house. He arose and departed to his house, and when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power unto men. They glorified God. Well, what happened there? Well, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Let's let's go over to Mark 2. Verse 1. And again he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noised that he was in the house. (laughs) He's home! He went on. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you. Are you getting anything out of it? You should be. Now listen to this. Mark adds this. Straightway many were gathered together insomuch there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. Now, we didn't get that in Matthew. He preached the word. They came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. When they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. They knew it was his house. They knew he didn't care. They might not have done that to somebody else's house. You know, somebody throw a rock at you up there or something, but not Jesus. Amen. Just like those blind men, boy, just come on in. (laughs) When they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When he saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Now, sin was an issue here in this man's life. And Jesus just canceled the case the devil had against him. See, there are heavenly courts of justice. Jesus just canceled the whole case that the devil had against him. Just wiped it out in one statement. Thy sins be forgiven. Don't you know that thrill, that guy? No wonder. And he said, cheer up. So the guy needed cheering up. He's sick. He's got the palsy. And he's just been through an ordeal. Four guys carried him up on top of the house. (laughs) Come on, bud. Don't you drop me over here. Come on. I've got trouble enough as it is. Don't let me go bouncing down off this roof. (laughs) But Jesus said he saw their faith. He saw all five of them's faith. They had faith to bring him up there, and that guy had faith to let him do it. Amen. 
whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, arise, take up your bed, go your way unto thine own house. And immediately he rose, took up his bed, went forth before them all, insomuch they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw it on this fashion. Hallelujah. See, he, would, he wasn't in a synagogue. synagogue. He, 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 he wasn't out in their territory. They had come to hear him. That changed the whole complexion of this whole thing. They came to his house. The problem was they got their attention divided. Now let's look at the next account of it in Luke 5, and, and, and you, you'll see what I mean. Luke 5, 17. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching. Well, which is right. Did he teach or did he preach? Both. That means you teach along and suddenly you get loud and start stomping around and hollering about it. Oh, yeah. In the eighth chapter of Luke, he's preaching on... <laughs> He's preaching on the sower sows the word. And, and the word said, and he shouted with a loud voice. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. He's a preacher. That's the reason we all get loud too. He got loud about it. Hey, hey. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. Where was I? Uh, hmm. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He was teaching. There were Pharisees, doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. He had a crowd there. It is a big And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Of course it was. Jesus was there. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy. And they sought means to bring him in, to lay him before him. When they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said unto them, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. The scribes and Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Now, see, it divided their attention because of their religious thinking. What is he talking about? So they missed and they got their mind off of what he was saying. And the power was there to heal. Faith was coming. But all of a sudden they cut it off. Well, I just don't understand. Wonder why Brother Copeland wears so many blue suits. (laughs) 
I just don't understand that. That is the strangest thing to me. And miss just exactly what the Spirit of God wanted you to hear at that moment. Because the devil will distract you. He'll come immediately to steal the word. That's what he was doing in that place that day. He just, just a moment there to steal the word out of those guys because he's losing them. Huh? Are we getting anywhere? Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, and we're, we're about there. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which taken a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and lay him before him. When they could not find a way, they might bring him for the multitude that went to the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, What reason ye in your heart? Whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk. That you may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins. He said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto you, arise, take up your couch and go to your house. It is the same power that forgives heals. It's not two different powers. It's not two different anointings. That's the reason it is so important to when you stand praying, forgive. And besides that, that's a commandment. Amen. We're soldiers in the army of the Lord. You can't choose your own way. He said, forgive. That's God forgive. Well, I just can't. Oh, shut up. Go around that whiny baby crying around. I can't. Yes, you can. You just don't want to. Get over it. His glory says, hallelujah. Just get over it. Amen. Because it's too dangerous not to forgive. Immediately he rose up before them, took up that wherein he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed and they glorified God and were filled with fear saying, we have seen strange things. Now, I want to ask you a question. Did anybody except that sick man get healed? Huh? Answer me. Who said? It said the power was there to heal him. What do you think was going on while they were glorifying God? said that just a few weeks ago. I, I said, now nobody in there got healed except that man. And, and the Lord spoke up and said, who said? I said, I don't know. I did, I guess. <laughs> and I just stood up and corrected myself right there. He said, what do you think was happening while they were glorifying me? Oh, Hallelujah. Yeah. 
because they heard the word taught. They heard the word preached. Faith had come. They just slipped off of it a little bit. But when they got back on and started glorifying God, you know Jesus as well as I do. He healed everybody in there that had led him. Hallelujah. (laughs) Come on, somebody. It's shouting time in the church tonight. Get up out of that chair and start shouting and praising and believing God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. He's healing people in here right now while we're shouting too. Glory. Glory. Glory, glory, glory. See, we had this preconceived ideas that all the Pharisees, all the doctors of the law, all of them just hated him. Well, Jairus didn't. He was his friend. He preached in his synagogue. He was his next door neighbor. They loved him. The people at Nazareth gotten hot under the collar about him because he's a hometown boy. It doesn't say they stayed that way. Do you know what he did? He went around their villages Doing what? Teaching. Preaching. And healing. I just cannot help but believe there came a time when he said, let's make a swing back by home again. (laughs) It doesn't say he didn't. But it does say that he went around teaching, preaching in their villages, in their synagogues, in their towns. Why? Because that's the cure for unbelief. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You had a good time tonight? Father, we thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As a minister of the gospel and as a prophet of God, a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ on this earth, in his name, I declare you blessed. 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 Faith needs a receiver. Anybody open? I declare you healed. I declare you prosperous and in good health. Hallelujah. I declare miracles coming into your household. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.